Hey guys, guys, it's Kaylin and Linnea, and we're so excited that you're listening to our very first podcast today. Since it is our first episode, it will be an introduction of me and Linnea and how we met, a little bit of our testimonies, and why we started this podcast. We're so excited that you're listening to this episode today, and we can't wait to see where this is going to take us. All right, guys, let's Let's get get off topic. You're doing great. You're doing fun. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Dad. We're recording our very first podcast. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> I am, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to feel. Like, this is just like, like, we've been talking about this for so long. Okay, well, only like three Maybe four like three months. months. <laughs> <laughs> we've since July when you came back mm-hmm. from camp, but like still, like, the actual fact that we're actually doing this is just insane to me because it just felt like one of those things like... You know, you talk about what you never really do because it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like it's something that, like, we definitely just planned it on a whim. Like, we were literally, we were, Caitlin and I were literally getting, like, tea. We were at a little tea shop, and she's like, why don't we just start a podcast? I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah, well, like, the way we were just talking to each other was just, like, giving each other really good advice. And I'm like, we could do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, for whatever reason with each other, like, we're really good at giving advice with we each are, other. We are, yet I can't listen to my own advice. Well, I feel like that's most people, too. Like, yeah. if you really think about it, like, how many people actually listen to their own advice? I think this podcast is just going to be a super cool opportunity for you guys to get to know us and for us to just share a little bit about ourselves and just talk about some topics that I know a lot of, like, Christians sometimes don't really hear the church sometimes describes as, like, just you know, just be content in this and not really give you any application, you know? They just don't, they, they're not very well about, like, handling it exactly, you know? And, like, they just tell you not to do it. But, like, it's it's one of those things that you can really just, like, struggle with. And it's not as simple as just being like, don't do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'll kind of give a little introduction of to, like, who I am and everything. So, obviously, my name's Linnea. Um, I'm 20 years old. I'm currently enrolled in college. Um, I don't really thrive in college, but I'm just kind of following along and just figuring out what I'm doing. And I think, like, that's a big thing, like, a part of my own testimony is just, you know, hearing all these things, like, that the church tells me or, like, what my parents have raised me to believe in. Um, And it just sometimes not making sense to me because, like, there's certain things that it's like, okay, don't do this or don't do that or here's what, like, the Lord calls you to do. But sometimes it doesn't give you, like, the reason why. And so, obviously, like, my dad is a pastor for you who don't know, because most of you don't know me at all, because this is our first podcast. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But um, my dad is a pastor, so I've been raised in, like, a Christian home my whole life. Um, I accepted, like, Christ into my heart. I think it was five or six. And so um, I was saved, and I just, I knew that that was, like, a true profession of my faith. And then just, like, growing up, I was always in Sunday school and church, and Um, It was actually a summer camp week that I went to at a camp called Lincoln Lake, and that's where I wanted to get baptized. So that next summer, I went and I got baptized with my two sisters. Um, And it was just like such a cool opportunity for me to share that I wanted to become a Christian, that this is a lifestyle I wanted to live in. Um, But like moving on from that, you know, as like a younger kid in church, you go to Sunday school, you go to VBS, like, you know, you read your Bible every once in a while and you just, you're learning kind of like the basic stories that like God has written in the Bible and like what your parents tell you. But I didn't really make my faith my own until I was about, you know, 13 or 14, like getting into high school and like kind of finding out like what my identity was and what type of people I was putting in my life. Um, and so I like, I really struggled throughout like high school, just like with being rebellious and kind of being a problem kid every once in a while. Just, I just struggled with that obedience to the Lord and, you know, seeing that he's a provider and that I don't have to have all these selfish ideas of what I should and shouldn't do and all this stuff, like just trying to control my own life. And so this is actually when Caitlin comes into my life. It was 2018. Um, I think, oh my goodness, I didn't even I think I was going into sophomore year and so of high school. And so this is my first week at it was Summer League Bible Camp in Tustin, Michigan. Um, and this was my first ever high school week. And I was so excited, but I was also super nervous because I only knew one person going into this camp. <laughs> Savannah. Literally, I like only knew like Savannah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. 
But I, well, I only knew Zoe. I like, know. I almost didn't go, too. That's the crazy thing. Like, I'm such, like, an isolated person. <laughs> where, like, I don't want to get to know new people because what if they don't like me type of deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously I went and... That's, you like, know. it's just so cool how that happens. So, like, high school week comes along. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Like, I only knew one person. I was like, oh, my gosh, okay, here we go, new week. First week, like, first day happens. I get to know everybody. Like, Zoe and Caitlin are, like, my absolute best friends now. But I met Zoe and Caitlin, and I remember it was literally, like, I don't even know, cabin rest time or something. And, like, well, they all came over to, like, our bunk, and we just started cracking up and just getting to know each other. But they were so intimidated of me, and I was like... I I was scared of you. I thought you didn't like me. I remember that. But it's just like God just provided like friendships for me right away. And so like that week was so cool just getting to know Caitlin and like it's so crazy thinking that it was in 2018. Like that was almost five years ago. And like I don't know. Like usually you go to camp and you make friends and you never talk to them again. But like it's Obviously, just, that didn't, that's not worked out for us. It worked out in a different way, thankfully. Yeah, and, like, the cool thing is about, like, camp and, like, how that's, like, a huge part of my testimony that you guys will, like, learn later on um, is that, like, God provided so many friendships for me that have been so long-lasting. Like, Caitlin and I have been friends for, like, almost five years, and, like, we live, like, an hour away from each other, and I wouldn't have gotten to know her without camp. And so, like, that opportunity was just so sweet for me. But that week at camp, I really just felt, like, convicted by the Lord to, like, really surrender my life to Him after just, like, struggling with, like, being, you know, disrespectful and just, like, you know, normal teenage, teenage drama that, like, you deal with in high school. And so I was just... Like, the Lord just put it on my heart, and He was like, you have to surrender your life to Christ and, like, to me, and this is how, like, we're going to make it through. And so I was just, I was just so, like, I just felt the Holy Spirit, like, resting on my shoulders. And there was this time where our speaker just, he basically did an altar call, as camps usually do. And I, like, I just felt the Holy Spirit, like, prompting me to go up there, and I rededicated my life to Christ. And, like, that was such a major step in, like, the foundation of who I am today is that that one day, like, it was a Friday morning at camp, like, that I was able to rededicate my life to Christ and just see the goodness of the Lord renewing my spirit and renewing my heart. And that's where, like, my foundation and, like, wanting to do camp ministry and things like that started. And so, like, from then on, I just, I was growing in my relationship with the Lord, but there's still, like, you know, pitfalls that you deal with and like that you fall out every once in a while, you know, and it's just, it's difficult, but God just showed his faithfulness to me through so many things. And like, even though I was a pastor's kid, there's a lot of expectation of like being the perfect little pastor's daughter, trying to figure out your life. But like, I, I really found my identity in Christ and like, I'm still finding who I am in Christ now. And so like being in college and like becoming an adult like I'm 20 like oh my goodness that's insane to me I feel like a parent is so funny but like just seeing that throughout my whole like testimony just like growing up as a you know a Christian already but kind of coasting through my faith and not making like Christ the center of my life has just shown like it's so important to have that in your life but also like if you're confused and lost about it like it's okay you know Hi, so I'm Kaylin, obviously, and I'm 18 years old. I just started my first year of college at um, Muskegon Community College, and community college is not... It's it's just community college. You know, it's community college. You're stuck in the same place, and I've lived in the exact same house (laughs) for my entire life, so I I definitely want to go somewhere else after my first two years, but... um, So I've been a Christian since I was a baby. My parents raised me up in a Christian household, went to church every single Sunday. I may not have had a pastor dad, but I went to church every (laughs) single Sunday. And I remember my siblings going to camp when I was younger, and I always wanted to go. They went to one that had horses, so I was, like, (laughs) jealous when I was younger. And we always got to ride the horses when we pick them up. But um, uh, I was a lot, like... Linnea, where I I was a Christian, but I didn't really apply it to my life. Like, I was like, I know this, and I know John 316, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it just wasn't a big factor in my life. I was, like, always trying to find somebody that was a Christian, but, like, didn't actually act like Christian and follow those, um, 
follow what the Lord wants for us. And it actually wasn't until when I went to um, that Bible camp where we met that I actually like started to really care and like actually start living my life for Christ. Like Mm -hmm. it was like the most eye opening week of my entire life. Like I would go to church things every once in a while other than just going to church on Sundays, but I didn't like really consider like doing a devotional and like actually spending time and just really getting to know him and like living my life out for that. And I mean, I, like I said, I almost didn't go, which is so crazy to me. Like if I hadn't gone to that church, my, that church camp, my life would be completely different than it is right now. And thankfully I'm super happy that I did go Mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I'm really happy with where I am and who I am today. And I know that I probably wouldn't have been down the greatest path, probably following what everyone else in my high school was doing. Mm -hmm. So, but no, that week was just like, it was like when, uh, what Lene was talking about with the altar call. I just remember that Friday and I was like, they're like talking about how if you wanted to give your life to Christ to come up. And I just remember crying. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all of us girls were crying. We were bawling our eyes out. And I just, I don't remember. I think I went up to, who's it, Peyton? Was Peyton? I think it was Peyton. Yeah. yeah. I went up to Peyton and I was just like crying. And I was like, mm-hmm. she was just talking. And like, I just redevoted my life. And from that moment on, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's story is completely perfect. Mm-hmm. And like, it's it's hard and you're going to have times where you fall out but ever since that day I do the most to live my life like Christ and try and read my bible and know who God is truthfully and not just be like oh yeah I'm a Christian I believe in God but I don't know who he actually is. Hmm. But that's that's basically mine. I think that's like that's a super big thing in like our generation today is how like People say that they're Christian just so that they can have the label of that, and then they're really confused about what their identity is. And, like, honestly, I feel like everybody's had, like, an identity crisis. I know I've had. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what on earth am I supposed to be doing? Like, what is what is this faith? Like, what does this mean? Like, what does a relationship with the Lord look like? Or if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, like, how how are you living in this super, like, secular and just, like, torn-down world that's just so, like, depressing and dark sometimes? Like... It's hard being the light in the world. It is. And I mean, like, just the thought of, like, what my life would be like without Christ is, like, mm-hmm. I I mean, I'm not the happiest person all the time, but I know that if I didn't have God in my life and I didn't get to know who he actually was, like, I would be, like, super, super depressed all the time. I mean, I'd probably be doing things I shouldn't be, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just crazy to me, like, over the past four or five years of getting to really just know God and, like, who He is and just, like, really fall in love with Him and who He is Mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't really think about it until afterwards, after, like, He's done things in your life, but, like, He literally sent His Son to die on the cross for us just Mm -hmm. so that we can be with Him. Yeah. And, like, that's just (laughs) insane to me, like— he, he doesn't care what you do as long as you ask for forgiveness and, like, ask him to be the Lord of your heart. Like, you get, a ha- you get to have that special relationship with such an amazing person. And I think that's another thing, too. It's, like, it's a relationship, and it's not just a practice. It's like, not just a religion. Yeah. It's, like, a legit relationship. And I think that's what's so, like, different <clears throat> about from all these religions. Like, it's just praying to a statue or, mm-hmm. like, asking for this. But, like, you have a legit relationship with God, and, like, you know that he's always going to love you, and you're never going to ever be alone. Mm-hmm. And... Going back to what you said about, like, how people are like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian just for the label. But, like, they just do that so that either to look good or to, like, just simply get into heaven. Mm -hmm. But it's like— It's like you're not going to get into heaven by, like, just good works. And, like, not as, like, calling you out and, like, saying, like, you're living a horrible life or whatever. But, like, it is— It is, like, a devotion of your life to Christ. And so it's really hard figuring that out. Like, I I still am learning how to devote my life to Christ and surrender my, like, you know, pick up your cross and follow me. Like, I got to follow the Lord daily. But, like, 
I still struggle with reading my Bible. I struggle with prayer. Like, going to church is amazing, but sometimes, you know, church can sometimes be a little boring. Like, and you can just get burnt out sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, it's an every single day choice to look at this, like, pathway and, like, choose which way you're going to go. Like, am I going to do this or am I going <clears> to <throat> follow Christ on this road and, you know, do what He wants me to do and what He would do? And... You know, I think it's just so, it it can be so sad to think that, like, there are going to be people that are going to, like, see God when they pass away one day, and he's going to look at you and just be like, I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. Like, he, they might have, like, said, like, yeah, I want the Lord to be, to be my Lord of my heart when they were, like, 10 years old, and that's about it, and he's mm-hmm. just like, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason why, like, Caitlin and I really wanted to start this podcast was just kind of, like, To be honest with you guys and, like, tell you what we've struggled with and, like, how we've experienced, like, Christianity as young adults, especially, like, now that both of us are young adults, like, Caitlin's 18, I'm 20, I've gone through, I'm doing my second year of college, and, like, as a young adult as well, like, our world is weird. (laughs) Like, being... insane and it's so hard it's so hard to be a christian nowadays because like everyone is just so like judgy but they tell you not to be judgy of them Mm -hmm. which is like insane yeah and i think like that like having this podcast it just gives us the opportunity to like just chat with each other but also for you guys to like hear you know i hope it's a different perspective and like not you know the same old christian podcast that you hear all the time but like that this podcast can also be something that you can look forward to and that, like, we can have some sort of words of encouragement. And I don't know, Caitlin, why would you, why do you think, like, we started this podcast? Like, what was your motive behind it? Well, for me personally, you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. You know, mm-hmm. me and Linnea both listen to a podcast called Happy and Healthy, and that has just helped me so much. And, you know, I know that there's things that I've struggled with personally and that, like, I don't even want to talk about mm-hmm. because I just feel so ashamed and, like, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And that's hence the name Off Topic because it's not necessarily something that, you know, Christians really like to talk about, like— They're just like, oh, like, just ask God to forgive you, and that's it. But, Mm -hmm. like, you have to live with these things that you go through for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you may not have to deal with it in the way that you used to, but it will always be a part of your story. You just have to choose to not let it define you. Yeah. And I just want to share my story and maybe, like, help people out there that are suffering either currently or have suffered through what I've gone through and just, like, you know, because— there were times where I almost went down a completely different path than where I am now. And I'm so happy I didn't go down that path, but like, I don't want other people to go down that path Mm. because just thinking about where I would have been if I didn't choose Christ, it's just like scary to think about. Like I could just see myself being so like lost Mm -hmm. and sad and depressed and anxious and I mean I still deal with depression and anxiety but it's like not at the level that it used to be Mm -hmm. and like and it's not like the thing that's like defining your whole like character anymore it isn't and you know and that brings me so much peace and it's just it's there's so many ways that Christ has worked in my life personally and I just want like people to see that like because sometimes people can't see that Christ has actually worked in their life, in which, you know, we might be either blinded by Satan and he's whispering in our ear, but look at this and look at that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, but look at what God has done. Because, yeah, all these little things may have sucked, mm-hmm. but, like, look at where I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's just life because, you know, God never promised us a perfect life. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be easy. Like the, the Bible literally tells us that it's like it's going to be full of hardships and we're going to struggle with stuff. But like it's going to be worth it. It's going to be so worth it because it's either like you have an eternity <laughs> in heaven or hell. And not <clears> only <throat> that, but it's like you're going to suffer either way, whether you're a Christian or not. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you that straight up. Like you're going to suffer either way. And you can either choose to suffer and not have Christ in your life, or you can choose to suffer and be content and joyful still. Because mm-hmm. like, the Lord's going to provide that, like, strength for you. Like, for me, like, I'll share a little bit about, like, 
the season of life I'm in right now is I just came back from working at a summer camp for nine weeks all summer. So I was gone while Caitlin was trying to come up. She's like, we should do this for our podcast and trying to plan <laughs> stuff out. And I'm like, hey, girl, I'm so sorry. I've tried to text you back, but I have no service. And it was just so funny. But like I was at camp and I I was a camp counselor and I was just going through this stage of like surrendering. And it was so hard. There were so many things that were like oh my goodness, this camper's got such like an incredible testimony, but they're like so young. And how do I as like a 20-year-old girl who's, you know, trying to serve the Lord come up and like, you know, feel equipped to speak the gospel truth to them. But it was just like the biggest thing that like stood out to me this summer is like how faithful God was to me and like how much strength he provided for me. I was so weak sometime and like I think it was week five. I was on senior high, and, like, I absolutely loved being a senior high counselor, but, like, there was so much spiritual warfare and just all these struggles, and I was like, God, I need you to, like, come and strengthen me, and, like, there was just things at home that was going on, and I I just felt so distracted by the devil, and I was like, I can't let—I can't let Satan take this joy and, like, rob, like, my spirit of, like, peace that I have from the Lord, because that's what he provides. I, like— I broke down. I'll be honest. I broke down and I was just praying in my cabin while um, my senior high partner, Ross, he was with all of our campers. And like, there was just some other things going on too that were just so hard for me. Um, And I'll probably talk about those later on in a couple episodes. But I was just like, Lord, I just need you to give me strength. And I like, I was just crying out to him. And so for the rest of that week, like being at camp, you know, I had 11 girls in my cabin and I was like, you get to do one-on-ones with them and you get to know them and like hear their testimonies. And like, that's a lot to take on as like, you know, one person, but also like God just provided strength and endurance and peace and faithfulness to me. And like, yes, there was hard things that I experienced, but I'm already starting my second application for Lake Ann and I'm so excited to go back. Like if the Lord, yeah, thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if like, if the Lord calls me back to that, because it's like, as hard as it is sometimes being a Christian, like Throughout the summer, like by the Lord's will, 10 of my campers throughout the whole summer were saved. And so I have, you know, 10 new brothers and sisters in Christ that I know, like from senior high partners and like the brother cabins who have been saved. And I think throughout our whole summer, we had 406 salvations. Like knowing that there's 406 new, like beautiful people in Christ and these campers and these, you know, young students in high school who are being able to go back and just, you know, get excited for the Lord. It's exciting to be a Christian. Like it's it's because it's a relationship (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like, it's also community. Like sometimes it can feel so lonely. Yeah. I was just going to say that like community is great, but it is lonely. I'll be honest. Like my little town, it's cute, but, like, I've got my best friend, Faith, and I've got Caitlin and a couple other people, but and I'm, I'm like, an hour away. I have no—I have my cousin, and that's about it. <laughs> it's pretty much it. So, like, for both of us, like, I know, like, the last season of both of our lives has been kind of lonely, and, like, I think loneliness is a huge thing that, like, Christians talk about. It's like, if you're feeling alone, just don't, because the Lord's got your back. But we're going to have those seasons where we feel lonely, even though we're not. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, just being, like— comforted by you know just some really encouraging words can just like be that little push that would be like you know what the Lord is with me and I don't need to be with people 24 7 maybe I just need to be with the Lord you know Mm -hmm. at least for me that's that's kind of where I am right now like Mm -hmm. everybody I just graduated everyone's away I don't really have any like actual Christian friends other than you know a few people that I see every now and then and I'm working 24 7 along with college and it's just like it's sometimes isolating it is and it can be so like it's just lonely it's you know you're like you want to talk to someone and you just you may not be able to and that's you want to go do something but you just can't and I've realized that like this is the type of season that the Lord is really going to use and just like grow me and like I've grown so much closer with the Lord just in the past like month or so ever since I started college because Mm -hmm. you know I haven't really made friends at college you know I mean it's a community college I know most (laughs) of the people and it's the just you know not a lot of Christian people that are going to be going to that school and you only get so many people I only have two in-person classes so you know I'm not going to meet a ton of people and so I think that the Lord is just really using this season of my life to just 
really get to know him and understand what he wants for me and how to live that life. Because Mm -hmm. if we know what we want, but if we don't know how to get there and the right way to go about it, then we're not, we're never going to get where the Lord actually wants us. Mm -hmm. And like, I have read probably two or three like self-help Christian (laughs) books in the past like month or so. And like, it's just been so like eye-opening because you know, I struggle with really bad anxiety. I I kind of like built this super bad anxiety up when I was in a two-year relationship. I was isolated then. I was lonely. I didn't really have friends. I had isolated myself from friends to make a guy happy and realizing I wasn't even happy myself and let alone that wasn't what the Lord wanted for mm-hmm. me. And so, especially because in the Bible, it just tells us that we're supposed to be in, like we're made to be in a community mm-hmm. and not to be completely alone. Mm-hmm. And yes, we'll have seasons of loneliness, but it's not necessarily saying we are like actually alone. And I think another thing is, is like sometimes loneliness, especially in young adults, it is it is crazy. Like being so I was at a camp with 66 other counselors and they're like, "We love the Lord. We love campers. We love serving God together. We all have the same mission and that's to serve the Lord and, you know, we want to we want to help these campers experience God's goodness." And so, yeah, that's absolutely amazing, but after, you know, I had 2 weeks of staff training getting to know everybody, I'm like, "This is great." And then I come home and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I am not seeing my best friends that I've lived with for the last almost two and a half months. And I'm just, I'm like, I, I'll be honest, I cried almost every day when I came back <laughs> from camp. So I was like, this is so bad. It's so lonesome. But I was just like, okay, God, help me to have a better spirit of like joy and contentment. Like I can't only rely on my circumstances to make me happy. Exactly. And yes. Like, it's so hard because it's like, relationships especially oh my gosh that's a whole nother episode (laughs) but like relationships I feel like are so pushed sometimes in like the Christian young adult community that it's like I was talking to this to my friend about this the other night we were just talking about how sometimes relationships are kind of like oh Linnea you came back from camp like do you have a boyfriend and I'm like no I don't and it's like well why not you're such a great girl and all these things it's like yeah tell me I can I understand like you think I'm great but also it's like that's not what I what I'm dying to have sometimes exactly and not only that but like God makes this one specific person personally for us that we're (laughs) supposed to be with Mm -hmm. like you know, just because we go to a summer camp doesn't mean we're going to, like, I'm sure there's, like, people that <laughs> do act. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just what you were talking about. No, literally but, not me pretending that I didn't have any expectations. No, but, like, like, that's how we were in middle school and high school. Like, let's be honest. We went yeah. to camp. We're like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'll meet the love of my oh life my here. Look at the cute guy from Cabin over there. You know, oh, my but, gosh. like, it's not, I mean, you're not going to meet someone everywhere you go, you know. Yeah. And, like. That shouldn't be the objective either either is like if that's the biggest thing like this relationship with the lord like just bringing that back is like your relationship with the lord is going to be the most steadfast thing it's not about meeting a boy Mm -hmm. it's about going to camp and not only helping grow other people but also growing your relationship Mm -hmm. as well and like for me is like i have come out of camp with so many incredible like God honoring friendships with these like Which men is, of like, God. So hard to find nowadays. Like it's like, oh my goodness, it scares where I am. And I'm like, there's nobody here. And then I go away and I'm like, they all go to Ohio. <laughs> literally, everybody's <laughs> from Cedarville. Shout out to my favorite Cedarville people. I literally just came back from a weekend at Cedarville. Such a blessing. See, but like, that's so that's so amazing to think that like they drive all the way from Ohio just to come and like Serve Shit, the Lord. Yeah, serve the Lord and like help grow kids and their relationship with Jesus. Like that's insane to me. Like, mm-hmm. like you drove there, that's a long drive, and like you have to go even farther for uh, mm-hmm. like and like mm-hmm. so that's just crazy to me, and that's just really showing like how the Lord is really working in these people's lives. Like mm-hmm. they're driving all over the place just so that they can come and serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's. Like, as young adults, it's sometimes hard to, like, figure out, like, okay, God, like, for me, it's, like, financially, working at a summer camp, it's for the experience. We'll just say that. Like, (laughs) summer camp is for the camper, not for the ease, convenience, or enjoyment of the staff. That is our little, like, catchphrase that we have. But, like, it is... 
it is an opportunity for you to fully surrender. And, like, I'm just going to plug, like, in right now. It, it's, like, being able to be around, like, this community of, like, young adults and Christians and have this experience of, like, okay, God, like, I, I just, I want to come into camp with no expectations, yet I did, and that's okay, like, I'm a human. But I feel like that's with any situation, like, we right. all, whatever we, like, you know, I, I romanticize every single moment of my life, you know, <laughs> because, too, like, everyone around me is in a relationship, obviously, other mm-hmm. than you, but, like, <laughs> well, thanks. Well, I'm the same way. It's okay, single nation over here. <laughs> it's, it's okay to be single. I think that's, that's another topic that we're going to get into, but, Definitely. like, it's, it's, not a bad thing to be single. I think it's a great thing. Like, this is, like, the time in your life before you get married when it's just you and Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. after you get married, like, you you become one. And, like, it's not just you and Jesus. It's you and Jesus and your significant other. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really just this lonely time with just you and God that mm-hmm. you get to spend and get to know him and share with that significant other someday. But I think the thing with camp is like, you know, it's, you know, you might not be making the most money, but it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in a money way, but like in a spiritual way. And just like also, you know, you're working for the Lord and yeah. just like growing his kingdom and growing these kids relationships with him. Mm-hmm. And I think like, it's just so cool to see like through different stages of our life, like God just provides that community. And I think like, yes, like I really am com- like um, passionate about like finding a community because like it's hard sometimes. Like com- I go to community college, especially too. where we live. Yeah. Like we live in <laughs> freaking Michigan. Know, Michigan. Like, it's okay here. Like I'd love like, to go. Don't get else. me wrong. <laughs> I love Michigan because it's so homey mm-hmm. and like. Let me tell you, God spent <laughs> his time on Michigan with yeah. these great lakes. Oh, it's just lakes. gorgeous. <laughs> and, like, I love living here. It's definitely a place to live. But, like, it, it can feel kind of, like, isolating when yeah. there's all these other places where there's thousands and thousands of people. And, like, you know, you're just—there's not that many people. And especially, like, like there may be a lot of people in Michigan, but there's not going to be a—, a ton of Christians and like let alone where you live like we live I live in a country town like we (laughs) we have days where it's drive your tractor to school day when I was in high school like people would drive their lawnmowers their (laughs) tractors to high school and I'm like no but like it's just funny like how I just think uh I just think like we are all in different seasons and that's like a cool thing for me to like see and like like the, th- the foundational part of, like, Caitlin's and, like, my, fr- my friendship with her, like, is how we met at camp and how camp has been, like, so important for both of us. So, like, bring that full circle. Like, honestly, I think camp and, like, the way the Lord can work through that and, like, a five-day little, like, break, like, yeah, it's like, just insane. I don't, I don't think I ever would have expected to, you know, come out the way I did after that week. I was like, you mm-hmm. know what, I'll just make some some memories, maybe a friend, you mm-hmm. know, have a good time. Maybe you make know. a cute little camp crush, whatever. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how God used that opportunity for, like, both of us. Like, we were both nervous to go to camp. And then, like, that the next summer, I think, oh, my gosh, was that the next summer? I think it might have been 2019 when we met. I was a freshman when I met you. It was the first high school year that okay, I went. Okay, yeah. Because then I worked then at Center Lake Bible Camp as a counselor in training in 2019. So, like, it just, like, ignited my interest in camp and, like, camp ministry. And, like, I was like, okay, God, I grew up going to summer camps. Like, I was always the kid who was so excited to go. Like, out of all the kids in my family, there's four kids in our family, and I'm the middle child, of course. <laughs> but I was always like, I got to go to camp. I got to get away from my brother and sisters. Like, you just get that little It's just like a vacation. Time. It's like a vacation, but without your family. <laughs> you get the all the super good snacks. You get the treats. Your parents get until you know like you're living your life to the full especially as like little fifth and it's just like different experiences too like I remember non-stop laughing the entire week at camp I know <laughs> the first time I went you weren't there mm-hmm. but I just remember we had it was Zoe and I and then we met this dude named uh oh my gosh Nicholas <laughs> he was so funny and I just remember dying laughing the entire week and I just you know, and then the next year when we all met, I remember we had the campfire, and oh I remember goodness, talking yeah. to Peyton and just being like, 
like so vulnerable mm-hmm. and being like, you know, and I'm not the type of person I don't like telling people my my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I just get so embarrassed of it and I know I shouldn't, but like I just was like able to just like open up mm-hmm. and like, you know, I didn't feel judged and that's that's the whole thing with Christianity. You know, who we're not supposed to be judging people. Like that's all completely up to the Lord to judge people. We're just supposed to love them. Yeah. And like don't get me wrong, people still do judge. We're all sinners like Yeah. Well, we're human and you know, that's that's it's going to happen. We're not perfect. Yeah. We're, we're not meant to be perfect. That's the thing. We're supposed to learn from our mistakes and yeah, we're going to mess up every now and then, but you know, not judging others because who are we to judge? We made we've made multiple mistakes throughout our life. Yeah. And like with your relationship like with the Lord too is like the thing that's like uh, that just I was so reminded of like the summer's like God's love for me is like endless. Like it it is just never ending love and like I I struggled. I messed up. I did things, you know. I I've said things and, you know, everybody sins and you do stupid things and you're like It really reminds <laughs> me of like, you know, in Genesis when they took the bite of that that fruit mm-hmm. and they just hid from God cuz they were so ashamed. And like we are all like that sometimes. Like there are times where I'm like like, like, I it's like, know, God, you didn't see that. I know you didn't. I was like, like <laughs> I know he knows, uh-huh. but like, you know, you don't want to tell him because if you tell him, then it's real. And, and if it's real, then you'll feel shamed. And then if you're ashamed, then you're going to feel guilty. And then it's like, but oh, it's like, oh, God sent his whole, like only son to die on the cross. It's yeah. like, it's no biggie. And, like, I still love you, child. Like, it's just so interesting to me. Like, like I was talking to my friend the other day, just like how Christianity like works and how it just is like, it doesn't seem like hard you know does that make sense if you look from the outside like you're Mm -hmm. like oh like oh my gosh that sounds so amazing but like it can be a struggle sometimes especially (laughs) in today's world like Mm -hmm. you know you have all these little voices in your ear Mm -hmm. telling you to do this and like making you feel bad for like following what the lord wants you to do Mm -hmm. but like you know that's that's just satan Mm -hmm. and it's it's just insane to me how like i've learned like I can tell now, like, when something's from God and when from something's not from God. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hear it, and I'm like, uh mm-hmm. Like, I know that's Be not gone, true. Satan, go away. <laughs> you know, like, that whole, you know, with anxiety, that is, like, almost helped me a little bit, which is, like, crazy to say because, like, I would never wish somebody having anxiety, like, I'm my worst enemy, but, Mm -hmm. like, it has helped me so much and, like, grown my relationship with God, too. Like, that's the whole point of, like, these trials that we go through. It's to grow our relationship with God, being lonely, being single, you know, suffering with depression and anxiety and, you know. All these other things, too. It's like, you know, like, if you've grown up in the church, like, you've heard the messages about, like, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and, you know, lean not on your own Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Like, amen to that because it is so easy to say, okay, Lord, I surrender my life, especially for me. Like, oh, little tangent. When I started my first semester of college, I, I'll be honest, I almost dropped out that Tuesday. And then <laughs> a whole cyber shutdown because we had, like, this major, like, rainstorm and, like, all the cables at the school were just destroyed right before I, like, clicked you know, I'm unsubscribing from school. <laughs> like, essentially, I'm like, literally, like, I was like, I'm unenrolling from this school. I hate it. I, I had a whole mental breakdown. And then, like, this huge thing happened, and there was, like, nothing. And I was like, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing. I need to, like, get over myself and calm down. Like, it's okay. Like, you have my future in your hands. And, like, that's just a huge thing is, like, how how do you navigate that as a young adult or, you know, whatever age you're at in life, you know, it's, it's finding that, like, that full trust in God, and, like, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with, like, my future, I don't, I have no idea what oh, I'm yeah. doing. Oh, yeah, I have, like, little like, anxiety attacks, <laughs> now that I don't have, like, this person in my life, where am I going now, mm-hmm. or, like, now that I'm not doing this, where am I gonna go now, yeah, like, exactly. you know, you have this whole, like, plan in your head, and I'm not saying it's, like, a bad thing to plan ahead oh, yeah. a little bit, but, like, don't be completely set on that. Like, and when things don't go your way, like, you know, you just, have to be okay with it. You know? Yeah. And like, I think a part of the reason, like, of why I also wanted to start this podcast is to like help people understand how to do that. Because like, you know, my mom will be like, why, why were you sad? And I'll be like, oh, because of this and that. She's like, well, just don't be sad. I'm like, <laughs> Uh, literally it's like it's not 
not that you're simple. So, you're sad and you're lonely and you're depressed. Well, Jesus loves you. Okay, girl, I know that Jesus loves me, but I'm still feeling Sometimes so, you just need to cry. Yeah, like, and crying like, is okay. I'm the biggest advocate of crying. Everybody from camp knows that. Like, oh my gosh. But like, you have to just like feel those emotions and then move on. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't, don't dwell on that yeah, pain. Like, but don't hold it in because like otherwise, <clears throat> you know, it's going to make matters worse. Like, you have to deal with it, mm-hmm. but don't let it become your complete identity. Yeah. And, like, that just, like, to tie back to identity is, like, the identity, like, that you have is not in friendships. It's not in a relationship. It's not in what a boy or a girl is going to give you. It's not It's not going to be the next best, best thing because, you know, your identity is who you are. And so if you're changing yourself to be, well, if I get a boyfriend, I'm going to do this. Or, like, guys, if I get a girlfriend, I'm going to turn into this. And you know what, I'm actually losing who I am in this relationship, and I don't know who I am. And, like, for me, is like, relationships is, like, always a topic that everybody's talking about. As, like, a young adult girl, it's like, oh, my goodness, I get it. Everybody wants to know who I'm dating. It is Singletown, USA. I'm thriving-ish. It's okay. And so, like, knowing that, like, my identity does not come from the satisfaction, like, this, this relationship that a possible relationship could give me. And, like, for me... Um, my identity, like, I really, like, learned so much about myself from camp, and, like, camp is just, I'm going to talk about camp a lot, and I apologize that I do, but it's just, like, (laughs) such an important part of my testimony, like, who I am in Christ is, like, my foundation has been set on, like, you know, rededicating my life to Christ at a camp, and so identity is, is what you're choosing to put in your life and what you're deciding it's going to, like, influence you, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just... It's crazy because, like, looking at, like, like those those seasons of being single and being alone, like, that's when you—that's what God is using. He's trying to get you to use Him and put your identity in Him and not all these people mm-hmm. because, like, you're going to jump into a relationship. If you, if you don't know who you are by yourself— and you get into a relationship, you're probably going to start putting on, like, what that person does and, you know, acting like them. But you're not going to be completely happy, and you won't even realize it because you don't even know who you are. So yeah. you're like, oh, but I think this makes me happy. Like, if it makes them happy, then it makes me happy. But, like, in all reality, like, that's not how God created us. He He made us all uniquely. We're not supposed to become this person. We're supposed to be ourselves and who he made us to be. Mm-hmm. And how are we supposed to know that if we don't, you know, put our identity in him and have him show us who we are Mm -hmm. and you know you just really especially with people like people aren't always going to be there like especially relationships with guys most of the time you know you're probably going to go through a couple different relationships in your life Mm -hmm. and you know the odds of that person not sticking around and you have to be okay with that and just like you know I projected my entire future based on one person yeah and now that that's over with I'm like you know for months I was just so completely lost and I'm like what is my life without this person now Mm -hmm. like like I don't know what my future is because I like planned this entire future with this person and now that he's gone like you know I was so confused and so lost and I've also just realized now that, like, I don't have to have that plan out. Even if I am in a relationship, like, you don't know where God's going to take you. You don't know who he's going to make you to be, and you don't know who he's going to make that person to be. Exactly. Like, it's so important to not, like, for me, I, like, I struggled a lot with, like, comparison. Like, oh, my goodness, like, this girl's got it, you know, her life figured out, or this person in college knows what they're doing, and, like, I was I was compare, comparing myself and seeing, like, okay, this is their identity and this is mine, but, like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing in college. I don't know what I'm doing, like, in life, let alone. And then it's like, okay, I'm 20. I got to figure out my my big girl life. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, what what is, like, who am I? Like, who is Linnea White? Like, what what does my identity in Christ look like? Okay, first of all, it's not going to be defined by friendships that I'm with. Yes, community is incredible, but, like, what I've learned is that I cannot— only base my satisfaction and joy from the people I'm surrounding myself with. Yes, like the Lord calls us to live in community and like be blessed by that. And, you know, I just went to Cedarville and visited all my friends. And like, that was a community that I was like, so desperately needing to be around because I was like, you know, you get down and you miss your friends every once in a while. 
But I wasn't basing, like, okay, this is the only joy that I'm going to get. And so the joy that we're getting, it's going to be the joy, like, of the Lord. And so... So you can be content in those seasons of like, you know, you're not, it's, it's like winter, fall and spring. It's mm-hmm. never consistent. Like you're going to be changing from one season to the next. Exactly. And like, you know, you don't want to be sad every single time the seasons change. And by just putting your identity in Christ, it really just helps you like be content in every single season. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're like, you know what? I got God. I don't know where I'm going, what's about to happen, but, <laughs> but let's do it. You know, you got to pray and ask him for guidance and, you know, whatever God's going to tell you, it's never going to be confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, actually, I disagree. I mean, I agree, but I also disagree because like God will tell you things, but sometimes he doesn't tell you how to get there. So he's like, okay, Caitlin, here's a super cool opportunity. Yeah, and no, like, definitely. Oh my gosh, how do I get there? Like that was me, like, especially with college, I was like, yeah. Well, and that's where you ask for guidance and mm-hmm. ask him for help and mm-hmm. like be like, what do I do? Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to, if you're asking him like, do I do this or do I do that? If you really like full heartedly like ask him and you're like truthfully asking him and you're looking for that answer, he's going to show you. He mm-hmm. may not tell you how to get there, but like. If you're like, eh, maybe this, then that's probably like, like not it. You know? Yeah. Like, for me, it's like college is like such a big thing that I think, like, in the Christian community too, is like, go to a Christian college or go to a Christian school or like, go to a you know, community college or are you gonna go to a four year college? And so it's like, I don't know. Like, when I graduated high school, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And I was like, I knew I was gonna hate college. Like, I think. Like, I don't know. It was just tough for me in school, like, just learning-wise. Like, I felt like I had to put in so much extra effort to learn, and I was like, college is going to be so much harder for me. But, like, my first semester, it went well. The second semester, (laughs) kind of bombed. I, like, I was going to take five classes, and then, like, they just dropped a couple, and I was just like, okay, Lord, like, what is my purpose, and, like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I, like, I didn't get an answer. And I was like, well... Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes he's not going to tell you right away. Mm -hmm. And... Sometimes, you know, it's not going to be super noticeable either. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's, you know, something that I realized is that, like, if I'm sitting here thinking, like, oh, maybe I should do this. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this isn't what the Lord wants for me. I, maybe it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, if I don't know for sure that that's what the Lord wants for me, I probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It's like you got you to gotta have some wisdom. Also, having a good mentor in your life, that's yeah, where, like, uh-huh. there's great biblical and, like, spiritual guidance in that. And, like, but, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like, wow, <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, this is not, like, what we were, we were planning. planning. You know, but I think, I, I don't know, I think it was a good start, you know. It's, it's a lot of the, we talked a little bit of, Kind of everything we kind of want to touch on, and maybe not everything, but... Obviously, there's other things as well that we didn't talk about, but, you know, it's it's crazy being a a Christian, let alone a young adult Christian, because it's like, you still feel like a little kid, but you have all these high expectations, and, like, you're going from high school, where it was, like, fairly easy, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was as simple as that, and now you're in college, I have... I have classes twice a week, and I have a lab and a lecture class that's three hours. And oh, let me tell you, three-hour lec- classes. I cannot oh. listen to a lecture. This, I can't listen. I'm my. my <laughs> she goes, let Lord, me, give me patience. Let me tell you, I'm like I will go to Big B and like buy an energy drink and have my other energy drink, oh and I'm gosh. sitting there, and like. My classmate, Katie, will literally vouch for me. I'm sitting here taking my notes, and I'm, like, falling asleep. My head's, like, starting to go down, and I looked at my notes, and they were, like, slanted (laughs) because, like, when she's not doing something that's interactive, like, sometimes we'll do kahoot, and I'll be awake. But after that, when I'm sitting there for, like, 20 minutes just listening to her talk, I'm, like... Oh, man. Like, please, just stop. Like, I don't care about the plants and the cells. (laughs) And I'm like, I really don't care how twins are made. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm a twin, by the way. I just like to say that. It's it's not an identical twin, thank the Lord. (laughs) He he can... uh, he can bring out <laughs> noise to me sometimes, and I just got to pray, you know. <laughs> but I love Lord, him. give me peace and patience. But that's that's family, you know. Yeah, but, oh, man. I think, 
I think we just did our first podcast. I think so. Oh, my oh. goodness. Well, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, it's definitely going to get so much smoother and better from here. A little bit more direct on what we're talking about. Yeah, and maybe a little bit interactive. Like, we have an Instagram page as well, and we'll probably link that down below somehow and figure out all of that. Um, but... We want you guys to ask us questions, and if there's anything you want us to specifically be talking about, like, we, we, we're we so ready to talk about that, and, like, it's going to be a learning process for both of us. Oh, I mean, we've never, d- I mean, I'm a youth leader at my church, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, it's, this is way different, and, yeah. like. It's not just, like, talking to, like, okay, senior hires and middle school kids, like, this is actual, like, I know a lot of our friends are listening. Things. I know, adult I know. things, and, and like. like that's the thing. And it's it's also being so vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. we're telling our own stories of, like, things that we've gone through and, like, things that I, I like, don't want to tell people. Like, I've suffered for the past couple of weeks with, like, going through, like, a bunch of stress. And I don't want to tell anyone it because mm-hmm. I don't want them to worry about me or anything. But, like, it's okay to talk about things. Yeah. And, like, you, you kind of need to because something I read in um, this book the other day— Just, like, it talked about how when you talk about your problems and, like, actually speak it out loud, like, it can be so, like, taking this pressure off because it's not just in your head anymore. Yeah. Like, you're actually talking about it and, like, letting it out. And, like, I think that's just so important. Like, you know, no matter what, I, you really need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I... I know that younger me definitely wishes she would have talked about things that she never did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you live and you learn. But um, if you guys have any questions, uh, we do have an Instagram page, as Linnea mentioned. It's off T period, <laughs> Opic podcast. Don't ask why it's like that. <laughs> That's because Caitlin came up with the username. No, but... it was because literally it was already taken. Like, I had to spell it weird. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we're definitely so excited for this. Um, our, I feel like our next couple episodes will probably, like, pick a certain topic and be, like, a lot more structured yes. and everything. But this is kind of just, like, us rambling a little bit, getting used to podcasting and talking with each other. Yes, it's oh. it's it's a pilot episode, that's yeah, for sure. literally, the amount mm. of bloopers we have of us being like, hey, guys. Oh, wait, you're not Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. No, I'm Linnea. It's yeah, just... Linnea decided she wanted to be me. And <laughs> just... I'm like, let me tell you, girl, the Lord <laughs> made you to be you and me to be me. <laughs> exactly, but... Oh, man, we just appreciate you guys listening in, and we can't wait to just get this started, but I don't know. This is Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. (laughs) Bye. Bye.